Welcome to the new year. The year of peace. 2024. I had fainted except I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Somebody shout hallelujah. I am excited about what we expect to see within a, a new year. This our years we created the year of peace. And we wish to start off uh, this year with the message that comes from that, which strings from what we had stated in the last one, from John 14. And it is there that I wish to turn our attention and then direct us to the focus of that word for us on this first Sunday of the year 2024. From the New Revised Standard Version, hear the word. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. So that where I am, there you may be also. I will not leave you orphaned. I'm coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments, keep them. And are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father. And I will love them and reveal myself to them. Judas Iscariot, Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, those who love me will keep my word and my father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words and the word that you hear is not mine but is from the father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the advocate, 
the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not let them be afraid. The Lord bless the reading of the word. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks that through everything we are assured that we have a very present help in all of our situations. We thank you, God, for allowing these opportunities of worship and gathering. That from them we can be once again reassured of your presence, of your spirit, and of the operation of your grace inside each of us. Thank you, God, for speaking into our spirits words that cause us to be moved from our fear to our trust, from our discomfort to our comfort, to our unsuredness, to our sureness. God is with us. Where he is, we know God. There will be peace. We thank you and we praise you now as you enable us to speak to us and may our ears hear what the Spirit is saying to us, the church, in Jesus' name. And all the people of God say amen and amen. Our theme again this year, the year of peace. This morning's message, I want to categorize it as a hope-filled view of life. A hope-filled view of life. And today's message, I want to do it in terms of just a direction to you. And is this, and you can share this with your neighbor. Tell your neighbor to do this. Neighbor, shift your focus can find somebody else. Neighbor, shift your focus. With so many things distracting us, with news reports, do not always give us the greatest reasons for inspiration. Uh, we're seeing all around us the destruction again, the division, the things that seem to show us more brokenness than wholeness. With the reports of war and with the prospects of expansion of war, all of these can act as distractions. They can take our attention away from 
the one whom we ought to have our complete focus upon. It is because of all of the distraction globally, within our own country, and domestically, sometimes even within our own homes. But sometimes we get so out of focus that we forget the one who is the one who is giving us the strength to make it and to stand. It is the Lord who gives us what we need. When we need it the most. But we will never understand, nor will we ever receive or comprehend how much power and peace that the Lord avails to us if we keep focusing on the wrong thing. coming here this morning and like many listen to news reports I basically hear that and I eventually shipped to my gospel station because I got tired of listening to all the bad news I would hear it and if you listen to it long enough it will rile you up. It would disturb any peace that you might have originally gotten out of the bed with. But as soon as you were confronted with the same old tired stuff, you find yourself falling back into this place Lord, how are we going to make it? How are we going to get through when everything around us is speaking to disruption and dysfunction? So thinking and preparing about how we would come and begin this message this year in the year of peace, one of the things he told me that we have to make sure we're focusing on the right thing. Because if we're not focusing on the right thing, we will continually find ourselves in some sort of disturbance. We'll find ourselves somewhere lingering where we've always been, and that can bring us to a place in which we feel absolutely hopeless. But something on the inside of me won't allow me to allow anything outside of me. News reports, people, politics, politicians, and nothing to get me out of this focus that I have for one thing the Lord put in my spirit Peace, and I can't get this peace if I keep looking at the dysfunctional pieces. And there's so many dysfunctional pieces 
that we are confronted with that sometimes it's hard to get the peace when we can't keep our eyes off the dysfunction. It's hard to see the peace when we keep looking at the brokenness. So he put into me, what does I say to them today? He says, I want to draw that attention away from the distraction because they won't be able to find the peace if they keep looking at distraction. They won't be able to discover and understand that my peace is something that I give to them and it starts inside of them if they keep on looking at all the stuff that's going on around them. And that is hard. But he said, this message, I want you to focus their attention and tell them just to do this, shift their focus. Let them see from a different dimension. Shift their focus so they can stop looking at the problem and start seeing the solution which is in me. And it kind of connected right. Because the first thing that Jesus does in the first verse of St. John's Gospel in the 14th chapter, after in the third chapter, talking about the things that were going to happen and one was going to betray him and one was going to leave and all of them will find themselves in a place of confusion. And then he tells them also in that to, I, I want you now to know you're going to have to love like you never loved before. As I have loved you, he said, I want you to love one another. I want you to understand that you're going to need to love one another because what you're about to go through, you're going to need the help of each other. So he, he goes on and he starts out the very first verse. Don't let your heart be troubled. Boy, how Jesus can speak riddles. It would appear to be a riddle after you have shared with us all of that which you're going to experience, which is going to be something that will shake us to the very bone. But in the midst of everything that's about to happen, he says, I want you not to lose it. I want you to not let your hearts be troubled. Why? Because I don't want you to focus on your trouble but I want you to focus on me. I want you to focus on God. Brothers and sisters, the way we're going to find peace in 2024 is not focusing upon the things that are troubling us, but a focus upon the God who is there to help us no matter what that trouble is. Now, mind you, at the core of that is faith. Without faith, it is impossible for us even to please God, but for us to even get into a place where we can feel the peace of the presence of God controlling all the war that is going on in our environment. 
And believe me, stuff is shaking. I, I confess. I look at it like everybody else. I, I have not turned off myself from the news or the television or listening on the radio. I, I haven't turned that off. But every now and then I have to. Because we're living in a world and that's the reality in which we're in. But there is another reality. Now, when I think of that, it lets me know that what I see is not all that's happening. Oh, Lord. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you this like you're telling your neighbor, but I'm telling this. I'm, I'm speaking this for you. Everything you see, that's me, I'm telling is not all that's happening. Everything you hear is not all that's going on. There are some things that are happening that you can't see, but it is as real as the stuff you see. Jesus said, you're not going to see me. And how do you say, Lord, that the world won't see you, but we can because I'm going to dwell with you in a different place. I've been with you physically. But now I'm going to get into a place where you don't need my physical presence. Because I'm going to put my spiritual presence on the inside of you. So that whenever you reflect upon me, no matter where you may be, you're going to know that. I'm with you. Yeah. Help me, Lord. You say, Lord, how is it? Are we going to be able to know that you're with us? And physically you're not there. Because the only way we knew you were there, we could see you and we could touch you. Let me say this to somebody. Stop looking for the physical evidence of the change and the shift that you're looking for. Oh, I can get somebody here. You say, well, I haven't seen anything change yet. And maybe you won't right away. But if you can believe me, you can see it before you see it. Now let your heart be troubled. If you only can believe in me, if you can allow yourself to escape that room of, oh me, oh miserable me, if you can allow yourself to get out of that place of self-pity, if you can allow yourself to get out of that place where I don't know how it's going to happen because I just can't see it. If you would allow yourself just to trust me, I will cause you to see stuff that others can't see. Woo. Oh, Lord. Shifting 
your focus. There are many views of life. And by views of life, there are many angles, perspectives from which we may see things. We may look through at one direction. And if I'm looking on this direction, I can't see everything that's going on that direction. Except with a little peripheral vision, I can see something on the outside, but it's not like what I'm focusing on. And a lot of us get caught up in seeing directly what we're looking at, and that becomes the defining angle of our view. But the Lord wants me to tell you now, if we're going to make it to the year of peace, we're going to have to shift the way we look at things. We're going to have to see from a different and another angle, or in this case, another dimension. View. What is view by way of definition? View is just the way of looking at something and how you perceive it. I'm here just to let us know that the Lord is calling me to tell us that for us to begin and start this year, we're going to have to change and shift what we're focusing on. Now, I'm reading new pa- newspapers. Um, well, you know, online. I don't, I don't like that paper stuff coming to my house. All of it make garbage. Uh, so I like my news electronically. So, But even in all of that, still I cannot get so engrossed in what I'm seeing and what I'm listening to because God has another word beyond the words that I'm hearing. And that's when I can tell you, don't tell your neighbor, I'm telling your neighbor for you. (laughs) I'm telling you there's another word that is beyond the word that you're hearing from this world. And he wanted them to understand, don't just keep listening to what's happening on down here. Start focusing your attention and listening to what's happening beyond the here. Because the Lord's perspective of things, God's perspective, is going to be different than ours. Because he sees what we can't see. He knows what we don't know. And he already sees victory even before we see victory. Because while we are seeing defeat, He already sees the victory coming after what appears to be defeat. I hope y'all listening in to this. uh, Shift your focus, your perspective. It's another word that captures the sense of how we interpret what we see. Now, I'll tell you. Some things that we see not going to change. But the way we interpret what we're seeing, that can change. Because you may be seeing it one way, but God gives me grace to see it another way. 
Anybody ever gotten into some trouble? And all you could see was the negative of trouble? But don't you understand that sometimes out of trouble, God can bless you? That some of that stuff that you wish you never got into, after you got into it, the Lord showed you how I can turn your messed up situation into a blessing. I can cause you who were moaning over all of that that fell upon you as that which you did not like, but I'll turn it all around. Joseph could go and say something like this. You meant for evil, but God used what you meant for evil to turn it into good. Ah, Lord, help us here. I've gone through some stuff. I ask God, why do I have to go through this? Why did this have to happen to me? And he says, that's all right. There's a blessing after every happening. I might, you might not have got that. Because you only think you're blessed because of the happenings that good things happen. But I want to tell you right now that God is ready to bless you after all of your happenings. The good ones as well as the bad. God's got a blessing. And my year of peace is going to be one. I don't care what happens. I'm going to see the blessing behind the happening. Because though it may not appear positive, there's a blessing coming out. Whatever I'm looking at that may, may not be so pleasant, but God's going to turn it around. And you can tell your neighbor this for me. Tell your neighbor, God will turn it around. Because in a year of peace, I'm going to have to learn how to translate visual information. Oh, listen. I got to be able to translate properly what I am seeing in reality. But I've got to learn how to translate it from another dimension. On one dimension of the flesh, woe is me. On the other dimension, thank God, I see myself coming out of this. No matter what this I get into, there's something about the peace that God gives that he can give you strength to see you're coming out of something while you're yet in it. I remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I remember three Hebrew boys who refused to bow. And they faced punishment 
because of them not buying, bowing to the God that the king wanted them to buy them to. And they set up that furnace. The old story goes, when you know the Bible story. Seven times hotter than it ought to be. And put them in there bound. Now everybody saw that it was fire in the furnace. They knew it was hot because those that tried to toss them in there got burnt just trying to toss them in. So if I go by just what I see, I'm in trouble. But I'm saying God's given us a view from a different dimension. In their dimension, they see burn up. They see fire that destroys. But in the dimension of spirit, not only will you see something, you will experience something different than what they experience. They get burned up. But you get a little Holy Ghost party. They see the others who are trying to punish you burned up. But then you get into a place where you get a visitation for the one who you trusted in in the first place. And the God shows up in your fiery furnace. And while you're in the furnace, he calls for a praise party. Others wondering what's happening. I don't know. But they're not burning up. They're dancing. They're praising. They're giving God glory. And I saw something else. There's another one. We cast three in there. But I see four of them. And the fourth one looks like the Son of God. Oh, God, give me grace to see from another dimension. That's why he told me, shift your focus. Stop, stop looking at the reality of things as you see them from a human perspective. And start seeing them with a God eye. Start seeing them with a consciousness of the presence of God who is with you and operating for you. Start understanding that what you see is only a part of what really is happening. And they placed Jesus on that cross. When they beat him, nailed him there, did all kind of things to him, they thought what they saw was the end of things. But they could not see, but they only were looking at a process of what was to come. 
you see a process of death. But I want you to know this is the process of life. For except the seed die and plant it in the ground, nothing's coming out of it. But when it dies, new life is coming. Now, somebody in here is going through a rough time already in the year 2024, and you're feeling, Lord, how in the world I'm going to make it in what Bishop says is a year of peace, and I'm already in all kind of problem. I'm here to tell somebody today, shift your focus. Stop looking at the negative, and thank God for what he's about to reveal and show in your life. Tell your neighbor, look for better. Oh, I know you're looking and seeing the worst, but better is coming. Oh, I know you're feeling the worst, but better is coming. I know you don't feel too good, but better. Shift your focus. That's how you're going to see what others can't see. Because you're shifting your focus. Boy, I can finish up right there. Because all he told me to do is get them to look another way. Get them to see another way. Get them to stop looking at the stuff that's making them miserable. And start looking at the things that can make them better even though they're still in misery. shifting so then I can understand Jesus how you didn't come and tell them do not let your hearts be troubled the very word shifts their focus you're focusing on the bad news. I don't want you to be distracted by the bad news. I want you to shift the way you are perceiving the news you're getting. It appears bad, but ultimately what appears bad is going to become good. The bad situation. We haven't gotten to Easter yet. But the bad situation that you see now is going to be shifted. Because on Resurrection Sunday, all of that you thought was hope lost is going to be hope gained. You're going to see that out of nothing 
out of disaster, I'm going to bring victory. Oh, Lord, let me. I just get us to tell somebody today who may be viewing or sitting in here today. I don't care what disasters you're going through right now. I'm just here to tell you that God says shift your focus. Stop focusing on the negative situation you're in and believe God's going to bring you out. That's how I have peace. I have peace because I'm believing to see. One writer put it this way. I had faded. Lest I had believed. To see. The goodness. Of the Lord. In the land. Of the living. <laughs> you can tell your neighbor this now. Tell him don't faint. Just believe it. You ready to pass out? I can't take anymore. I can't stand it. After one bad thing, then another, and another, and another. How much can I take, Lord? And all he says is, shift your focus. Turn away from the bad situation. Uh, come, come up here, Will. Come up here. You, know, you guys. See, some of us, uh, and some of us cannot see the goodness of the Lord. Because we're staying right in the face of everything that's messing us up. And we're praying and praying. But the stuff is still in our face. I'm crying and crying. But it's still in my face. But the law said, shift your focus. Stop looking at their face and start looking at my face. They're still there. But if you're looking at me, it don't matter where they are because you already located where I am and where the spirit of the Lord is. So they may still be standing in the same place, but I shifted away from them and I'm praising God because I'm looking unto Him. Look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help. My help. My help comes from the Lord made heaven and uh, well I got, a, I got a whole year to preach so I don't have to preach it all and one day stand on your feet with me right now
Very simple instruction. Shift your focus. And it is simple as what I just did. You keep staring every day into those things that are troubling you. You're praying and you're praying, you're crying and you're crying. But as long as your focus is on the thing, you'll never appreciate the freedom and the joy that God gives you. Though the thing may still be present when your focus shifts, when you turn around and see the better, then you can rejoice because you're no longer focusing on the thing or the problem but you're praising God for what you're believing 